That's decent. It was fairly cheap. I should chop chewing. What? Dude, you're finished done chewing, dude. I will finish done chewing. <laughs> Alright everybody, welcome back. The long-awaited finals of head-to-head's dark beer bracket. My name's Jake. As always, I got my man Dylan with me. Greetings. And we are ready to crack into the finals, which we have been waylaid on the roof here. Eagerly anticipating. And we are ready. We got, I think it's the one seed, the left-hand milk stout, going up against the number two seed, Old Rasputin from North Coast Brewing. I don't think that's the seating, but it doesn't matter because these are the only, as far as I'm concerned, these are the only two dark beers that exist in the world right now, and we are to decide between the two. Sounds good. Uh, uh, Assistant number one, could you please crack open, I actually think the Old Rasputin is a higher seed. Sure, go for it. I don't remember. Yeah, Old Rasputin, give it a rip. Very nicely done. So, just to set the scene while uh, we're getting these beers poured, um, it's no longer stout time of year. I don't think anybody, the most diehard stout drinker, uh-oh, I dropped the beers earlier and they're really foaming. Um, I don't think the most diehard stout drinker would say that uh, the first 90 plus degree day mm. in the summer is the right day to record a stouts episode, but we're here like to be, you know, the, the, the yin to your yang. We're here to be the, the contrary voice in the room when everyone else is just agreeing. Uh, and we're going to drink some really high proof stouts and sweat a lot. <laughs> Let's go. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I got a, got a lot of foam here. Yeah, suck it down, Jake. I think I'm going to safari through this. Mm. Well, that's good, dude. I haven't had that beer in a while, in a, in a hot minute. And <laughs> it the is Old Rasputin still. Still slays. It's a, <laughs> it's a good beer, man. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. You're coming, off, uh, you're coming off a little uh, pregame cocktail there. Does It It doesn't clash with that? I don't no. Know. The... Uh, uh, we were trying to guess what you what you made me in my pregame cocktail, Dylan. Would you mind, you know, sharing yeah, to the listeners? Sure that, right? I mean, it's a secret recipe, but it's uh, you know, for tuning in, you get a little bonus content. We're looking at uh, sort of a twist on a gin sour. It's basically a gin sour minus a bunch of the sugar plus apérol. Gives you that nice summer feel. It's got a little sunset vibe yep. to the visual. Plus, it'll get you going because I spiked that one about two times. Nice. So plus, it had ice cubes in it, which is really all I was looking for. That's all you want because it is toasty. Um, so it's not it's not going well with the chipotle spread I had on my bagel sandwich before this. So it actually is bad, but <laughs> I'm gonna keep drinking it. Maybe have a couple of uh, cleansing sips of water, and eventually I'll I'll pass judgment. Well, how about this? Why don't we mix in the left hand brewing milk stout? Now, now, while your palate is still yeah uh, equally contaminated. Yeah, exactly. I think that's fair. Very so, good. Ooh. So this is the nitro. Uh, can you just like turn it upside down into one of those cups? It's going to foam so much. Wow. Really good. Are you a bartender? That is some skill. So, yeah, we got some serious pouring going here. Bubbles are... What are bubbles? Do? They bubble? They're, they're frothing. Um, oh, to remind everyone, or I guess not remind. Uh, no, no, the, the, the mini bracket was before this. So, we're back on the roof. Uh, again, if, if we said that now three episodes ago. You're gonna hear some ambient sound. Mm-hmm. Um, you're gonna hear the you know the the happy murmur of a couple of neighbors having a backyard barbecue. Maybe a plane, maybe a leaf blower or some maybe late like night cleaning. A, it's gonna like happen a again. Leprechaun, maybe. maybe. 
if we're lucky. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, very nice. <laughs> if we are lucky. <laughs> um, so those are going to be some nice back. It's going to kind of set the stage for you. Disregard those. Uh, Jake, cheers. Cheers. It's really tough to not be able to cheers you. I feel like that was kind of our thing. Mm. So that's the left-hand milk stout. Yep. It's almost like Tastes warmer. like a milk stout. Again, Dylan really hit the, the nail on the head here. It is... It's a little balmy for a uh, <laughs> for a beer that tastes like a affogato. You know, it's like it, I think that's actually that's pretty. What it that's like. pretty good. Oh, that's pretty on. But um, I <laughs> neither of these are very good right now. <laughs> I'm like I've been sweating the entire day outside, inside, on the beach, in the sun, in the shade. So this is the last thing I want. Right wow, now. you're on the beach. Yeah, it was a little beach action early. It was. So we're, we're up here on the roof to record this because of, you know, I don't know, I still respect the deadliness of a pandemic. Yep. But untold scores of people uh, on the South Shore apparently don't give a shit I about see. the pandemic. The founding fathers are rolling in their graves. Oh, my God. We walked down to the beach. We're like, yeah, maybe we'll, like, post up for a second or, like, we want to lay down, you know, and set up a bivouac. Skip some rocks. Yeah, we, we didn't want to really set up camp because we were afraid that that would be unacceptable in, in, on the South Shore where we were corona doesn't exist it's over it's like oh, florida wow. congratulations yeah they did it they, <laughs> they did it. it was actually a really weird situation where in the city at least in somerville if you're not wearing a mask people look at you like you're a pariah yep there we were ma- wearing masks we wow. were the pariahs it was just like 30 miles away are you kidding me but anyway i don't make me pop off at time flies man. yeah no let's let's why don't you pop off us about something different dylan what'd you do this week <laughs> i actually was gonna bring this up uh <laughs> I had a call. Uh, I told them I would give them shout-outs, and they consented to name usage. So Shiv and Andrew. Uh, Shout-out. Shiv being freshman year of college roommate, Andrew being a, a very important member of the hall who was basically Shiv's best friend in school. Uh, we had a little Zoom catch-up session. So wait, Andrew wasn't your best friend in school? I just want to make the no, record no, no, no. very clear. Yeah, yeah. It, it, Shiv and Andrew were sort were of best a, friends, yeah. and then you were just like an auxiliary I was, I was just, friend? I was just a guy. Out of, on a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rank your friendship with Shiv? Um, I think that it's, he would say as well that we probably wouldn't have become friends if we weren't roommates, but we had a very, uh, sort of hot and cold first month or so. And then we formed a, a though sort of mutant, beautiful friendship. What do you think Shiv would rank your friendship with him on a one to 10 scale? I think he's kind of binary. I think I'd be a zero, <laughs> but I'd be a close to one. Okay. Okay. I, it, like, but it, he's more of a. So if it was like a one to ten scale, where would it? Be? It wouldn't be. It's Shiv. <laughs> you didn't right, understand what I said. So Shiv and Andrew call you. Yeah. So so Shiv has been doing this thing with his high school friends. We don't need to get into it. Um, but these catch up sessions that they've started calling Big Simpin, which is a hilarious name. I mean, they should have okay. their own podcast. Um, but basically, we just caught up, shot the breeze, told war stories. Uh, we weren't in war. It was college. It was actually like pretty easy um, compared to war. Uh, but it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Um, actually, I've never been to war, so I can't be sure. Um, <laughs> so just keep, keep talking about it. <laughs> so, so anyway, you came up. I came up. Yeah, because I. Wow. the reason this whole thing happened, this is like a full circle thing that I forgot that I was going to get back to. Uh, Luke, yep. maybe redacted, I don't know. A friend of ours sent Shiv the podcast episode where I told the story of drinking for the first time freshman year. Mm-hmm. Which it was involved a in. A great episode, by the way, for all our veteran listeners yeah. out there. We couldn't a, tell you what, what a number episode. episode it was, but it was really good. <laughs> it's our best one. Um, 
Yeah, and he was like, he was so excited to hear the story, and he was like, we should tell more stories. Like, I loved listening to it. It was so much fun. Huge plug for the program. Um, so we shared those, uh, and many more, many of which would be very inappropriate to mm-hmm. tell on this program. But, uh, yeah, I, I told him I'd plug them. So there you are, Andrew. Uh in LA looking to join a uh, successful profitable band as a career so if you need a multi-talented and very handsome uh, strummer he's your guy I was about to say I was looking at the analytics Dylan, and that's actually our target audience <laughs> our, that's our biggest listenership <laughs> yeah our biggest listenership is, is very affluent uh, band owners <laughs> that's I was just perfect. crunching the numbers before I came here <laughs> alright Andrew expect a DM pretty soon yep. uh, yeah thousands of listeners <laughs> billions actually <laughs> yeah tens of listeners um, so yeah, that's what I did this week. You came up, uh, Andrew said that you were, wow, this is like, this is sort of uh, shotgun style, uh, but Andrew said you were the first person outside of our hall who he met and like spent time with. Yeah. I met Andrew because I was like, damn, dude, you're really fucking good at playing guitar. <laughs> I was like, this is uh, a, yeah, you're going to get some, it was, ki- it was kind of the, uh, the, the early days of, um, my freshman year when there really wasn't any anything to do. I think that, you know, the Tufts administration did a very good job of being like, yeah, you know, you got one thing to do at 2 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Fill your day. Uh, yeah, and we just, like, play guitar, hang out. I mean, he was, like, I think he was one of the people that moved in kind of early. Like, I moved in, mm. like, you know, my parents were like, you got to show up at 8 a.m. to make sure you can, and I was like, whatever. Um, but yeah, I remember, yeah. Do you feel like... Did you? So there was that weird period of time where it was exactly as you're saying, like one obligation a day for you to play like two truths and a lie with your halls. Right. Um, do you feel like you capitalized on that period? Because I think that that sort of that was an inflection point for some people of like that really like catalyzed the reaction of their freshman fall, or they realized a week or two later, like shit, I'm behind the eight ball. Which one were you? Mm, I think it was kind of in the middle. I think that, like, I okay, liked... Either. You're not binary like Shiv? Yeah, I'm not binary. I think that, like... <laughs> Jake's a fluid man. I, I think that it would have helped to have a little bit more... Um, maybe this is just me being, like, a naive, um, dumb 18-year-old, but it would be, like, have a little bit more, like, knowing the things that were available, if that made sense. Like, a lot of it was, like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know about XYZ. or like, oh, like, yada, yada, yada. And then I would end up, you know, sleeping or playing video games or eating, you know hydrogen food or something like that so yeah. uh i think that like i definitely wasn't like oh man like if only i had known about that but a little bit of it that. wasn't i guess it wasn't the specific like events that were happening i i personally feel like i squandered it uh because it was just like oh this is a great opportunity to continue what exactly what i was doing this summer which was playing like eight hours of call of duty every day right and now i just get to do it but without my parents there to like walk by the room for the fifth time today and like ask me if I was going to do anything else. Um, so I definitely squandered it. So I think that this is also uh, one thing that I had to my advantage was, you know, I show up on the first day of freshman year, move, move my stuff in. I take, the, I take the far side of the room because I feel like oh, that was like, alpha, you showed up yeah, first well, I showed up first. Yeah, yeah. Thanks mom and dad. Um, and then I meet my roommate, his name is Brandon. Uh, I met, he had a, a, a tiger mom, I think is the correct word to use for it. Uh, okay. She was very nice. <laughs> and then Brandon, I was like, oh, Brandon, like, you know, let's go to the dining hall. I mean, we can, we can, honestly, we don't even need to bl- blank his name out, dude. He's not going to listen to the show uh, because of the <laughs> story I'm about it. to tell next. So we go to the, you know, he's, Brandon wasn't really a talker. Mm. So we, we get our plates of food and we go sit down. I'm like, so uh, Brandon, where are you from? He's like, Philly. 
that was about the same length of silence <laughs> as we had in our conversation. I remember thinking to myself, like, this is it. Like, it's it's over. <laughs> like, yeah, I was just talking to him was like pulling teeth. And I'm glad. I think I spoke about 10 words to him second semester of freshman year in total. I think there was a, hey, man, how was your break? And then probably like a, sup? <laughs> so, somewhere distributed across the rest of the year. So, I don't know, we you just, just exist... Did you, were you like ships passing the night where like yes, you had different definitely. sleep schedules and stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was kind of a, uh, he was somewhat nocturnal in that he would kind of sleep from, so usually I would like wake up and I'd leave the room. And then when, if I came back in the afternoon, he'd be asleep. Okay. And then he would usually sleep until dinner time and then be awake for the rest of the night. That was kind of his MO. That makes a lot more sense. Cause I'm, th- I'm it was very like easy. you both, you know, you've just happened to do your laundry at the same time and you're supposed to standing there in silence in the no, room. Like, no, there was, there was very little malice. It was more that like he very clearly had other friends than me and he was, he was older. I think he was like 20. He had taken a gap year and then he was, or two gap years. And then he was like really old for the grade. So he was like, he was almost 21 freshman year. Wow. Uh, so it was very clear. Like, you know, we had different priorities. So yeah. I don't think that there was any bad blood between me and, me and my man. That could have been so much more dramatic. No, like, yeah, I know. I should have said that he, like, you know, pooped in my shorts or something like that, but he really didn't do anything that bad. <laughs> if he'd pooped in your shorts, he would have been really skilled. Yeah. The laundry. Yeah. Right Shout right out there. to the Jack Savvy mini bracket, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was wearing that, shorts. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, I actually think I, I was, I was uh, musing about this. Because, like, you know, I'm going to have a lot of people who are interested. They're going to be like, oh, Dylan, I heard you have a podcast. Like, I'm so excited to listen. And I'm going to think to myself, like, it's kind of a lot to tackle, especially once we're through, you know, three seasons three and four. Uh, it's it's hard to jump in like that. So I feel like the mini bracket, mm. we've also sort of got, like, our flow going with It's that. a good taste. Yeah. Like, if you just listen, refer people to that, and then they can make their decision, oh, this is for me. I this isn't. It's, the, it's the forbidden fruit of the uh, of the bracket. Um, all right. Well, uh, talking about the fruit, uh, it's go. It's 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 molding over here in my hands. I think, uh, and by molding, I mean getting extremely hot. Um, what are you thinking about these beers that the are both not? I, I almost bro- forgot, Dylan. <laughs> so I have before me. Let me see. I, I think I remember which one's which. I have the left hand in my right hand. I, uh, let me put it in my left hand. I got the left hand beer in my left hand, and. <laughs> I think that it's maybe because it's 90 degrees outside, but it's it's a little uh it kind of tastes like a like a medium medium bad cup of coffee, you know? It's like, "Oh, thank you for making this for me," you know, to, and then I would say that to like, you know, a friend's parent who had made it for me after a a hungover night, you know, yeah. where it's just like kind of filling a void. Um and I think that when I compare <laughs> it to the the my right-hand man over here, Mr. Old Rasputin, yeah, uh, I think that the old Rasputin has so much more of a varied flavor and kind of a uh, gumption that you don't you don't see much around these parts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I I would agree with you. the The old Rasputin is um, it's more assertive. It's yeah. got more going on in every way. So this is gonna this is kind of gonna defy the logic I often fall back on. Is like I'm having one beer right now, and which one do I want? But I think we have to put a little. I have to. Uh, betray that a little bit because of the circumstances. The circumstances. Like, I want the beer that tastes the least like a stout as possible right now. And the left hand right now is better <laughs> because it's just easier to drink. It's easier to drink. So, and yeah, I see what you're saying. However, and I think I'm going to come around to your position, if it were 
a stout time of year, and, and hopefully someone who's uh, listening to this is not going to be buying stouts in July. Um, if they if they are, they need some good central yeah, air. Contact poison control um, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but like objectively, if I were you know if I close my eyes and pretend I'm in like a sensory deprivation chamber, you know I'm really and then I just have these. The old Rasputin is more interesting, more flavorful, higher ABV. Right. Uh, it's just got a lot going on that that the left hand is lacking in its muted presentation. I agree. One more, one more. Can you say, dude? I, I actually have a, a a gift card to the sensory deprivation chamber in uh, in Somerville. I don't you know if you talked about. You should bring this. the old Rasputin in left hand oh, to drink so? in there and verify my hypothesis. <laughs> Hmm. Maybe, maybe I feel like if I told them it was for the scientific method, they would immediately be like, oh, sir, of course, you know, <laughs> have as many chambers as you want. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm ready to, I think, I think it's going to be, I don't know if it's really the place you want to be in a, in a time of pandemic, like we yeah. were discussing earlier, but I think once this, uh, hopefully runs its course, I'll be on be cloud nine. Yeah. Just so, so let's, before we check out of the final episode, cause we've arrived the, the old Rasputin is the uh, undisputed champion uh, of the Dark Beers region. The winner of the IPA region was the Stone. Yeah, that's correct. Good, good, okay. memory. good memory. So we've we've crowned two winners, two champions of their respective regions. First, it was the Stone. Now it is the old Rasputin in the Dark Beers region. Uh, next season, we're headed on to the Pilsners and Loggers. Uh, which will be much more satisfying to drink on hot days just like today. Yep. Cool, dude. This was a lot of fun. And thanks again to all of our listeners. I hope you enjoyed the magical journey <laughs> that the Dark Beers Bracket has. I know it took a while to eventually come to fruition, but now that we're here, gosh darn it, I'm glad we made it. So thank you guys, and we'll see you next season. Gosh darn it. Hell yeah. <laughs>